a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of tramp sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus pale. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. And take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead, and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going. Leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. All right, welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. live right here on the Outdoor Zone radio network for 24-7, 365 as a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. My name is TJ Graney in the bunkhouse with me as per usual, Cody Ryan. Yeah, you said, I told you yesterday. You're out in the mountains. We weren't sure if you're going to be able to get connected. If you had a can and a string long enough, and I said, <laughs> "I'll run the show. You just sit back, ride shotgun if you make it on." And what bada happens? Boom, bada bing. What happens? You roll well, in. You take over. You know, I. You just gotta. You I know, was excited. You gotta, Lay off the rain. I know you said it about 700 miles an hour. I could tell how excited you were, but welcome to the show. And yes, and we have a special guest with us. The third amigo. The one and only up here, up here. He's Um, been practicing, practicing his voice uh, all week. The one and only John Michael. Hello, I am here. Should we call him? He needs us. We need to, I got it as a big brother, my little brother, John Michael, I've got to come up with a nickname, you know, that's radio really, show handle that's really, uh, you know, derogatory or something. That's what big brothers would do. <laughs> We've been uh, through we got Jack of all trades, uh, sitting in twisting wires, making this whole thing happen too. You gotta give it up. Everybody round of applause. I would love to have some sound effects, but I'm really glad we don't. <laughs> but good morning, Phyllis. Addy. So you're so, in the mountains. What are you doing in the mountains? At, and why? Uh, because it is 7,000 degrees in the state of Texas right now. Okay. Well, well, let me give you some statistics here that you'll appreciate. 
I'm at 36 degrees north, 105 degrees west. Uh, I'm at 8,190 feet. In elevation. And the temperature right now is 51. Goodness. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and as you notice, I have a hoodie on. Hey, look at it. We're matching. Uh-huh. It's 71 uh-huh. degrees here. 71. But yeah, it'll last about another fifteen minutes. No, that's that's inside my house. Yeah, and so I'm I'm in uh, I'm in uh, at a it's small eighty outside old family ski resort, Sipapunu in uh, Sipapu family ski resort in uh, New Mexico, just outside of Taos. Headed up today to uh, Wheeler Peak. Going to go about halfway up and camp and then tomorrow morning we'll run up to the top of wheeler peak with my little grandson brady and uh one of our one of my koz mentor boys young men lane and uh there's a whole bunch of koz guys up here kids outdoors on guys yeah i was wondering what was going on i guess there's a whole group or different group or yeah we got guys from california and all over the place Hey, you're, so you're, popping, you're popping on your mic. You got an old sock. You could take your sock off and put it over that mic. It's like coming out of the woods. You know when you come out of the woods from deer hunting and you've only got one, the guy that shows up with one sock at camp, you know, he... Uh, really happy. Yes, he had to unload at... Uh, All right, well, I'll give it to you too. Guys, while I go check and see if I can figure out that. Just put a sock. Just grab a sock. Put a sock on it. I mean, that's what I did. That's what this is right here. This is a custom-made. See this? Jam. I do. I do. On my microphone, it's a custom um, old dress sock. It's I used a black sock on my microphone so that it would be visually appealing. Yeah, so you wouldn't be able to tell that it's just an old sock. I I honestly couldn't tell at all. But it works great, doesn't it? I mean, no, I'm not popping my peas. No, how's it smell? It's it smells fresh, clean, downy fresh, downy fresh. That's all right, I'm back. It wasn't my pop, pop. sock. Oh man, that's... element op. No, no popping your peas now. Periodical. Okay, I was listening to the. Uh, I was listening to, uh, oh, Dirty Jobs. What's that guy's name? Mike Rowe? Mr. Rowe. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was listening to his podcast this week, a few episodes. He does a podcast that is pretty good. Some of them are very weird. Uh, I will say that. He's kind of a strange guy. Not to say that, like, not not to say, like, we're normal. Yeah. And not to say that we're like normal, but I was watching a couple of his or listening to a couple of his podcast. And he mentioned that his peas were popping and he has an old sock over his microphone. So there you go. I was like, man, I'm in good company. But I did this long before micro. I knew about micros <laughs> popping his peas on his microphone. Hey, uh, so I had something interesting I thought I was going to share with you. I oh, thank God! So I found this. 
I found this little newspaper. It's kind of like a thrifty nickel or a green sheet or whatever it is. I know it's funny. Uh, I was trying to explain to my eight and a half year old grandson what a newspaper was. Um, yeah, it's so funny. The stuff that he doesn't have any clue what I was talking about. But anyway, there's a little one up here in the mountains. And for Phil, they have all kinds of things like what Gav Governor Abbott's been doing or what uh, Operation Lone Star, which is the Nas Texas National Guard and the Texas Department of Public Safety and what they're doing on the border. And I ran across this. It was something I'd been thinking about. It said, this is how many people governor the governor of texas has put on buses and sent out to other cities oh lord he sent ten thousand three hundred people to uh migrants to washington dc ten thousand nine hundred <laughs> nine thousand three hundred to new york city thirty four hundred to chicago eighteen hundred to philadelphia i didn't even know we we're doing philadelphia 200 to denver and 80 to los angeles and how many are interesting here? That's the question. We got to have the hundreds yeah, of thousands. Uh, that the other four million three hundred twenty-one thousand are in. Uh, Guerrero, That's a made-up number. It's a made-up number. Yeah, but I'll tell you what's not a made-up. But I'll tell you what's not a made-up number. I don't know how that transition was, <laughs> but it leads into McBride's guns. McBride's Guns with the Way Society is pounding on our rights to own guns. It's imperative we support our local gun shops and the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. McBride's Guns, they're family-owned and operated full firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carry, McBride's can help. They can help you modify or fix or repair your firearms. They've got a gunsmith right there on site. They can order anything you need, whether it be specialty ammo or uh, just that special scope for your firearm, you'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 512-472-3532 or check them out at McBride'sGuns.com. Uh, well, there goes my wife and daughter heading off to church to go sing. That was weird that they'd be up this early and moving usually it's a quiet morning singing on the way out the door yes they're singing jesus loves me this i know for the bible tells me so okay Aww. so last night uh yesterday i'm driving around the farm here and and saw uh this a doe and a fawn right that nice were hanging out and i've seen them before here on the farm then I'm driving home last night from having dinner with friends and right on the side of the road, not far from my house was a Muy Grande growing in velvet giant oh. buck, giant oh. buck. And we have some big deer out here. It's just, I got to find, I got to find a place to, you know, somebody let me put up a little little stand little archery set up little you just gotta you just gotta put that feeder so you can see it from your window and just shoot them people grew up on their farm shooting the deer out the window for years i don't know i think it's i don't think that's legal I you put gotta be 100 yards away from your house when you shoot no i don't think yes so. you do you have no, to be 100 so. yes you do look at the making laws. that up <laughs> 
I have my feeder up and I put my cell camera up and I'm getting pinged. I have a, a pair of bucks that are just starting to, I mean, it didn't take, it didn't take 24 hours to get deer showing up at my feeder. So pretty excited myself. I, I know, know it's I've July, been, but I've been getting the pictures. I, I know you're excited. I'm like, look, here's the deer's, ones. here's the deer's back end. Awesome. I, I told, deer. I told, I told mom, I told mom, Mrs. Granny the other day, I was looking at my phone. I said, honey, I have to confess. I'm looking at porn. She said, what? And I showed it to her and it was like gear. I said, dear okay. porn, it's the camera's working. That's uh, got awkward. You got your two sons here on the <laughs> show with you today. Hey, it's the outdoor zone. Speaking of getting weird, uh, it's already gotten there, but we'll come up with your uh, news of the weird coming up. We've got fishing coming up next. We've got iCast in town has not, well, not in town here, but iCast went That's on funny. this week. iCast in round top t- it's the Outdoor Zone. It's we weird. are live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back, Regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor show. Follow us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, it's Ram season, and it gets even better. The Nile Max 12 Supercenter in Austin right now, you get 2.9% financing for 72 months on all 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Quad or Crew Cabs. That's right. 2.9% financing. That's best financing on any truck in Central Texas. And there's only one name to remember when it comes to getting a real deal on a Ram, the Nile Maxwell Supercenter in Austin. It's Jeep Season 2 with all 23 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overlands with both two and three row seating now qualifying for 3.9% APR for 72 months. Uh it's the season of Ram and Jeep at your Ram and Jeep experts in Austin for the best selection and Niles promise to beat any competitor's price. Go see the experts in Central Texas at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 621A3 in Austin or online anytime at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. I guess. That is a, an amazing deal, actually. Uh, yeah. I, I guess iCast has been in town, uh, in town being, being, I believe it's in Orlando, Florida is where it happens. <laughs> uh, I guess I could be in Orlando. They're within a thousand, they're within a thousand, fifteen hundred miles. Yeah. Fifteen hundred easy. It is the, for those that don't know, iCast is the international fishing show. Basically, manufacturers that come out with new products or new designs, all of those kinds of things, bring it to the show, and then the 
those who buy that product, meaning the uh, retailers, right, online or brick-and-mortar stores, go there and see the new products. And the, I mean, the big goal, obviously, for the suppliers of those products are to sell those products, sign sales orders for those, you know, large companies, your Bass Pro Shops, Academies, all of those, you're hoping to sell your product while you're there. So, or at least get orders, purchase orders, right? POs. Let's get some POs out the door. So that's the idea of ICAST, and particularly originally, that was the idea. And it's a huge, huge event. It's not open to the public and never has been until I heard rumor that they did open it to the public for the final day this year, which is kind of interesting. But it had never been a public show. Uh, it was all industry. So if you were not either a, you know, in the industry, you didn't know about anything until you saw it online or saw, you know, the yeah, videos. It's only open to vendors and media. Yeah. And now it's, Buyers. now it's opening up. Now it's opening up. And I think they're, you know, making it, I don't know what they're doing, but anyway. I thought it was go interesting. Some media. of the best you, you should go as media. I've been as media and I don't, it's really neat to see the stuff. It's really neat to walk around. It's, you know, fishing related, but I mean, what are you going to see? The new, the best custom tackle components. These are all the best in class. The American Tackle Company, Suka 2, completed carbon handle. It's a fully carbonized fishing handle that won best in show for that category. You well, guys look really, well, I'm, I'm guessing really Powerpole ecstatic. probably launched there, and there's probably some stuff that launched there. Best motorized boating accessory. The PowerPole Move ZR, which is their new trolling motor they've been testing for five years. Did they go up against any other boating accessories? Doesn't matter. I mean, motorized boating accessories. Doesn't matter. Uh, they win. Best trolling motor. Which is probably pretty smart on their end, right? So they have no other trolling motors to go up against. So you're going to win in that category. I mean, how many trolling motors? I mean, how how much can you improve on a trolling motor? The other brands, oh, Lowrance and all that, they've already won all the innovative awards in years past because they came out with trolling motors. Powerpole comes out with their first trolling motor and wins. I mean, that's they waited a little longer and now won. Uh, best freshwater fishing reel, the Shimano Stratic. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I just think it's interesting uh, the the way this stuff is is presented, and then who wins the war uh, awards? There's some major. Um, I believe it's this bait right here, best freshwater soft lure. I believe is what it is. It's the Berkeley Nessie. 
and it's just a swim bait. And apparently, like, there's some major drama. There's always knockoff stuff, right? I mean, that's what fishing is. Is it not? Is it just remakes? Like, someone's already made it and they just changed the color? I'm on pins and needles waiting to hear (laughs) hear about the drama behind that plastic bait right there. Well, apparently there's another smaller company that has the exact same design without one of the molded fin story i've heard and so this smaller company i'd be furious if i was that other <laughs> manufacturer you know there's be... all kinds of lawsuits and all that kind of stuff i'm sure that of happened. course there is so, who do they think they are knocking off our swim bait brett best freshwater hard lure the z-man chatterbait elite evo so the chatterbait's the been one the, I'm using right there. The chatterbait has been known to be the uh, probably in the last 10 to 20 years since it came out. It has probably won more money in bass tournaments than any other fishing lure in its in this generation. Let's put it that way. I don't I don't know why I can't get into well I also don't win any money in bass tournaments. So Maybe I need to start throwing Hello. the chatterbait. Let's put these but, two together. Chatterbait wins all the tournaments and money. Yeah. You don't use them. Yeah. Let's I throw a chatterbait. Over now. Just, start yeah. using that. Start using the old elite there. That yeah. old new elite. But I, I, I look at this bait, just the picture of it, and I'm like, setter. I see nothing different with this bait. It just drives me crazy. Well, it doesn't matter what you see. It's what the bass see. Well, if I can't see it, you think a bass sees it at at 17 miles an hour when it's reeled past its face? <laughs> uh, hello. And I can't see it on this zoomed-in photograph where it's a foot big on my computer screen? Anyway, I don't know what the difference is. Uh, best boat is the Old Town Sportsman's Big Water Kayak. I guess canoes aren't even a thing anymore, huh? It's jet skis. It's got to be the jet skis, the new fishing jet skis and stuff, right? Is that a thing that they talk about in there? It's got to be. No. Not even mentioned. People are buying jet skis to fish? Oh, my God. It's a huge thing. Yeah, the... the, Sea huge thing for all four of them. Sea-Doo Fish Pros and Sea-Doo Fish Pro Trophies and sports. Now, if you want to get into jet skis, I will tell you everything. trying to sell some... He's trying to sell some Sea-Doo fish pros on I will, Get, I, I will we know tell what you you're everything doing. about it. They got know live wells doing. on them now. Hey. Rod holders. They got everything. It's the craziest thing. Cheaper, smaller than a boat. Can put it in your, you know, apartment garage. It's awesome. Did you buy an ad? Uh, not yet, but let's talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> But the, uh, yeah. I, I, I guess kayaks are just kind of the mainstay now. I, I, I mean, obviously there's tournament series and things I saw one, revolved around. I saw one with kayaks. like, I saw a kayak with like nine poles sticking out of it and all this gear around it. And I thought, how do you fish out of that with those nine poles sticking up like that? Well, they're right how behind you, you. It you works. Only it works. Cast- it works. I've done it. It's I cool. Guess. It works. 
Well, I know, I know our buddy Cody is like a big uh, kayak fisherman and does all the tournaments and stuff, but I'll tell you what, I, I still like the front deck on the boat. I like sitting down in the seat. I like a little room to move around. Got to keep my sandwiches somewhere. Best sunglasses, these Costa King Tides. You ought to look at these things. I cannot figure out. If you look those up during the break, Costa King Tide 8. And tell me what in the world are the notches for around? Are they like air notches so air can go through so your glasses don't get foggy when you change temperatures or... I don't understand what the two little. You'll see what I'm talking about when you look them up. That that it looks like you got blinkers on the top and the side of these uh, Costa sunglasses. Those are the old winglets. Well, no. They just make you more aerodynamic when you're cruising. It looks That's like it's just going to allow bugs to get directly <laughs> funneled directly into your eyeball. So anyway, I can't figure out what that part is. That's driving me a little 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 crazy. But well, I will. Glasses, I'll find it. The weird ones are the big. Everybody wears those ones that like cover their half their face now, and they're mirrored. Yeah, that's the big thing in sunglasses, from what I see. <laughs> You're up in the mountains. You're like looking a at those guys on your skiing. Face. Those guys skiing with those multicolored glasses. Hey, I'll tell you what the end thing is. That's to find affordable, top quality healthcare options, and Altrua Healthshare. Is who I use. I have my family covered by Altria Healthshare, and I have for years. And I'll tell you, there's no other way I would pre- family after being a part of a healthshare program. Altrua Healthshare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua Healthshare is not insurance, however, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Basically, each month, members contribute. Uh, to the membership escrow and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. It's literally that easy. You pay in and when you need some money back, you don't have to change doctors. None of that stuff. I save thousands, literally thousands of dollars a month by using Altria HealthShare. Never had to change doctors, never had an issue. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, Altria HealthShare where we care for one another. Hey, I know it's been weird, but it's going to get even more weird on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point buck 50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my dear blind. All right, all right. welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. Live Every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central here in the U.S. Or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Found as a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcasts platforms hey this is your deer shooting flounder gigging dub blasting hog dog and bass catching mountain climbing fly fishing four-wheel adrenaline junkie outdoor zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse i'm tj granny cody ryan and scrub daddy is in the bunkhouse with us 
There it is. There it is. Oh, got it. Scrub Daddy. Which version is he? Is he the white, the green, or the pink? Uh, at some point, everybody needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We trust our friends over at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at a Sun Auto re Service repair shop nearest you. Sun Auto has locations all around the central Texas area, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. Well, that's 1206 Ranch Road, 620. You can get all the information at sunautoservice.com, sunautoservice.com. And they have locations all around the country. So sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Now this could go also on an anti-report, anti-outdoorsman. Peter uh, Report, uh, yes. Uh, Peter, yeah, Peter Report, I, which I'm not going to, I'm going to change that name. You know that it's not going to be the Peter report anymore because I don't want to give them re name recognition unnecessarily until I'm anyway, it, there's a whole, there's a whole well, idea behind it. Well, about gonna, 15 years into this, that might be an idea. Yeah, I know you got to change things, revolutionize. But uh, on July 9th, on Sunday, July 9th, the ambassador cruise line ship, and I'm telling you that so you make sure you can decide if you want to ever book with the Ambassador Cruise Line ship after this story. The Ambassador Cruise Line ship of, uh, anyway, I don't know. Ambition. Yeah. Ambition, I guess is the uh -huh. name of the ship. Yeah. Docked in the Faroe Islands, a self governing semi autonomous region of Denmark located in the North Atlantic. This coincided with the culmination of a traditional ferocity whale hunt called Grindadop. Grindadrop. Grindadrop. <laughs> yeah, you have the accent and everything. I know, it's perfect. During the hunt, boats herded a pod of pilot whales to a designated beach where whalers ran down into the water and captured and killed the animals, according to a Facebook post by the Captain Paul Watson Foundation of the UK. The pilot whale carcasses were then hauled to the harbor to be butchered, and the meat was distributed amongst gathered locals. A large crowd of onlookers were there both to observe the hunt and receive the resulting meat. So obviously something that's been done annually, it's a big deal, it's not a freak-out deal, you know, there's not a bunch culturally, of anti culturally. Culturally, this is this is yeah, what they do happen. yearly. Uh, these whales are not something that are they're not chasing endangered, you know, never to be seen whales. Apparently, they do this every year. It's a one time, one day 
deal. It's a festival kind of deal. It's just the feel that I kind of got from this whole thing, right? So they do this big deal. They they give out the meat to all the people in the area. They all uh, take part in harvesting it. You know, it's kind of that story of that uh, the childhood story of the chicks collecting uh, ingredients for the bread, you know? And if you now nobody's following. According to Visit Faroe Islands, the uh, Ferrosi have eaten pilot whale meat and blubber since they first settled the islands over a millennia ago. Today, as in times past, the Whales Drive is a community activity open to all, while also well organized on a community level and regulated by national laws. The site goes on to claim that the practice has been deemed sustainable and that hunting and killing methods have been improved to ensure little harm to the whale, little as little harm to the whale as possible. Kind of a funny way to put it when you're killing it. Uh, all hunters, I mean, I'll admit, you know, words mean something, right? So I'll admit that. All hunters must now obtain a license in order to kill a whale. However, hey. however, Ambassador Cruise Line swiftly released a statement. <laughs> so basically what happens is Cruise Line comes into dock and they, they're out there butchering and their annual yearly whale hunt they're butchering whales obviously near where this yeah, cruise line the is whole, docking. the whole thing apparently happened in front of the passengers on the whale ship they pull up and go like oh this is a beautiful island what are however sudden, ambassador cruise line swiftly released a statement condemning the practice the cruise line tweeted uh, we were incredibly disappointed that this hunt occurred at the time that our ship was in port. We strongly object to this outdated practice and have been working with our partner Orca. Yeah. A charity Orca. dedicated to studying and protecting whales, uh -huh. which is not true. Dolphins and porpoises in the UK and European waters to encourage change since 2021. Wow, they've been at it a long time. Uh, so anyway, I just I thought the irony that you're gonna pull up to dock in this, you know, this this island in Denmark. Oh, we're gonna go explore Denmark. I guess maybe it's not an island. <laughs> gonna go explore Denmark today. Let's go explore Denmark, honey. Get your family, get off the boat, and there's like, hey! Look over here. We got a bunch of whales. If you want some whale blubber, come on over. Whale blubber for sale. Whale blubber. Get your whale blubber. So Fresh. funny enough, right? I just watched a two hour long documentary on the Faroe Islands of the whale hunting that they do. Oh, and get out. I, was it I, Orca? What not? are the odds? No, no. It was uh, a guy that is a. Uh, He's a well-known food reviewer around the world. And he went there to have whale for the first time because the only way you could really like find a good place to get it with it being a tradition. And yeah, um, legally. Yeah. Well, and then the basically he showed video footage of the whole thing happened. Now, the only offsetting part to it is there are hundreds of people standing 
on the beach watching as these boats will push whales in. And then at a random time, it's like a movie scene. It's like charge the lines. Everybody runs out into the ocean and they get the whales. I mean, not anything that I see. I mean, you can either go hook them with the hook and pull them into a boat or do that. I mean, I don't, you know, to me, it's not that different. Now I could imagine a boat full of people seeing hundreds of Denmarkians run out into the ocean and hand wrestle whales. Um, hatchets. What do they use? Hatchets and hooks and things of sorts. But they say the whole story was like the guy was saying ever since I was a kid, it was always a tradition. We used the whale meat. It lasts up to four years in the freezer. So we had a deep freezer full of it and they would eat it all the time and on special occasions. So it's a thing that's been happening there for a very long time. But he said that for like five to seven days after the whale hunt, the water on the beaches would just run red because they have to, I guess, do everything right on the beach. It's so probably near for, the Red Sea, right? I mean, I, they I'm make it. Kidding. But it's seven, they say five to seven days, the water along the coastline is just red. So that has got to well, be quite the sight to see. <laughs> and you got to think those people on that boat are absolutely vegans. There's no fish or meat of any kind being served on that boat. On a cruise line. Because cruise that would line. be stupid. <laughs> To say, hey, you can't eat what you want to eat and what you traditionally have eaten for a hundred years, but we're gonna over here. We're gonna have a nice sirloin tonight and some or, salmon. Yeah, or we're gonna so, or we're gonna practice gluttony on this boat over here because I can eat whatever I want, whenever I want, however much I want of whatever I want at all times on a cruise line. Isn't it gluttony? Isn't that the word I'm gluttony? Yeah, yes, you're spot on. And so, yeah, it's and but but what 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 irritates me is that these people have do this has been a tradition. This has been how this culture survives, and it's and this boat comes in, and these people have the audacity to condemn them for it. to say, "Oh, you can't do that." We condemn. Well, you know what? Why don't you look at maybe where your crew threw that trash, where your septic system has been uh, dumped? Yeah, that, why do you think those whales go hour. into that port? I'm just kidding. Get away hey, from that. No, to get to feed. And anyway, uh, tell me about Keystone Bank. We got to take a break. Ex. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. It's Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person. 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin. 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin. 
or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone.bank for all the information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Hey, we've got your Game Warden Field Notes coming up. Kind of a cool uh, cool deal going on, plus a whole nother hour of the Outdoor Zone. After that, stick around. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Hi, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning. And you can, we also call it home all throughout the week. Whenever you listen to the podcast, uh, you can find it on all of your favorite podcast outlets. I'm Cody Ryan sitting in with me this morning, pouring a fresh cup of coffee, which I'm not sure he needs. It's TJ Graney out in the mountain somewhere. And John Michael, scrub daddy. Come on. Scrub daddy. Getting her done, hanging out in the bunkhouse with us. Jack of all trades, twisting wires, making it happen. Actually making it happen. I'll tell you who else makes it happen. That could have been good if I would have kept going with it. Partsview.com. Partsview.com. That's P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. If you, your neighbor, a friend, anybody has a boat, you need to know about Partsview.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your boating needs. They have OEM, Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki, outboards, as well as Maracruz or Stern Drives. Over 200,000 products, accessories. Partsview.com. I was a customer before they were a partner on the show. And I want to share with you a little savings. Outdoor Zone 10 for $10 off orders of $100 or more. That's Outdoor Zone 10. Don't forget to use that. But go to partsview.com. They've got, if you're looking to do the maintenance on your boat, yes, you need to do maintenance on your boat every single year. You got to do maintenance on your boat. They've got maintenance kits right there. You just punch in what engine you have. It tells you what you should, how many hours you're around the engine and what you should change, the spark plugs, the fuel filters, all of those come in a handy maintenance kit, which is what I absolutely love. Plus, they have helpful resources like online videos and articles that you can read and figure out or, or watch and figure out exactly how to do the maintenance on that boat, on that engine. It makes so much sense. Just go see our friends at PartsView dot com p-a-r-t-s-v-u dot com now it's time for this week's game warden field notes these are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement defenders of the outdoors these are true game warden field notes With all of the border crisis, you hear it on every news station, I think. I mean, 
maybe you don't hear it on every news station, but it is a huge deal going on in this country, in the United States of America. And what does the Texas State Game Wardens have to do with Border Patrol? Well, according to the GameWardenEDU.org in 2014, former Texas Governor Rick Perry augmented federal border control efforts with high-powered teams and equipment. Part of that manpower effort was the state's game wardens. Under, I thought this was interesting. We've talked about it before, but under the Operation Strong Safety, under then Operation Strong Safety, and followed by subsequent operations, state game wardens are periodically deployed to the Rio Grande Valley to help patrol and prevent illegal immigrants and drug smuggler, smugglers from entering into Texas. The quote says, we are under the direction of the Texas Parks and Wildlife Commission, who is appointed by the governor. The Texas State Game Warden Captain Ben Baker said, where we go, uh, we go where the governor directs us to go. I just thought that was a cool quote on behalf of the Texas Game Wardens. We go where the governor tells us to go. Baker is a 15-year veteran of the department and has served as captain for the last five years for Nueces and San Patricio and Live Oak counties. There are approximately 550 wardens in the state, something uh, the people of Texas should be proud of. We are the premier conservation law enforcement agency in the nation, which I am proud of. Why we report on them every single week. They call them. You see on their uh, trucks now, it says state police, which they have, if I'm not mistaken, they have the authority, more authority than any other law enforcement uh, arm to access your prop- a property, go, you know, go on a rant. Do they apparently... From what I understand, they have more uh, abilities than any other law enforcement agency. And man, down there right now, where all that stuff's going on along the border and those illegal crossings and the drugs and guns and everything that's going on, it's uh, they are jam up. Yeah. And it seems like you would need access to, you know, if you have things going on you'd need that access to different ranches now a lot of those ranch owners are absolutely okay with you you know helping out in any capacity to not you or me but law enforcement from helping protect that border particularly if it is crossing on the ranches you you know 98 percent of texas is privately owned so they're crossing in private owned areas i mean inevitably illegal immigration is happening on private land yeah the reports that are coming in from a lot of the stuff that i've been seeing a lot of those guys down there a lot of the ranch owners landowners down there their fences are getting tore down every day there i mean these are guys running cattle operations excuse me cattle operations all kinds of stuff and <clears throat> excuse me and their uh and their fences are getting tore down every day by groups of people just plowing them down cutting them and uh to where they're they're just 
they're almost wanting to just give up because they can't keep up with it. You can't, you can't afford it. You can't do it. And, and, and the game boards are down there doing what they can to try and also minimize the, apparently right now, the, the heat is so bad down there that the numbers crossing have slowed a little bit. Apparently just this saying. is the slowest time because <laughs> of the heat. Yeah. Because of the heat, they, I could they imagine. don't yeah. have so many, uh, but it's still, you know, record breaking numbers of people just coming across their land. Well, and, and I, and I'm guessing that it, that the lower even numbers, your father-in-law, your father-in-law's had photos of people, hadn't he on, oh, yeah. on, on his game cameras. And well, you see that if you're on any of the forums. Uh, on the hunting forums you'll see people with with hunting leases down there and you'll see game camera pictures of groups of people just walking by or oh yeah i don't know it's been a problem for a while but it's nothing like it's been now and thank thank you lord for game wardens and um and we have we have friends that are game wardens we have young men that we've known as that have grown up come game wardens yeah uh, it's exciting it's exciting to see them but it's terrible that they're called off to have to do the thing doing what they're initially trained to do to protect and serve our you know wildlife and game and all that kind of stuff anyway well yeah. okay hey we've got some new uh draw hunt opportunities in the state of texas i want to talk about plus we got some of your favorite segments we've got your peter report we've got your armed citizens report coming up we got a whole nother hour of the outdoor zone hang out with us i'm cody ryan sitting in with me tj from the mountains and scrub daddy scratching his jaw sitting here staring off into outer space Plus, Jack of all trades, making it happen. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us right here every Sunday from 7 to 9 a.m. Or you can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.